Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Legends. Sorry, we had some trouble uploading this podcast this morning. We actually uploaded our draft review twice. So here's our 2006 Aussie Schoolboys review. Sorry for the inconvenience, guys. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. We had our full review the other day of the 2011 Australian Schoolboys side. I got a lot of messages for a number of years to go through, and a lot of the people asking for was the early and mid-2000s. So I thought I'd go through the 2006 Australian Schoolboys side. Some really, really interesting guys that are in this side. Uh, first man that stands out for me is Luke Capewell. Uh, obviously played for South Sydney, a couple of other clubs. Uh, really handy outside back from Redcliffe State High. Um, you remember Luke Capewell from that incident where... Um, the referee got knocked out when Tony Carroll fed him a knee. Luke Capel was the man running away from South for four South Sydney that night. Uh, really handy footballer, had a fantastic career, Luke Capel. Um, you know, one of those guys that you probably, you know, he probably only played 50-odd first-grade games. I think South Sydney, Gold Coast, maybe Brisbane, I want to say. Probably retired eight or nine years ago now. But a really handy footballer, really versatile sort of guy, Luke Capewell, a guy I had a lot of time for. Uh, the next man from Marsden State High, Israel Folau. Obviously burst onto the scene for the Melbourne Storm, was unbelievable. Went to State of Origin, went to the Kangaroos, did the exact same thing. Moved up to Brisbane and then became the billboard uh, for the new AFL franchise. So he went over there. He then went to Union. He's had some controversial opinions, but... Uh, um, there's no doubt that as a footballer, especially in rugby league, he was unbelievable. That first season, he burst onto the scene for the Melbourne Storm. That was an unbelievable debut season. I still think it's heavily underrated amongst other debutants. That season was incredible. The amount of tries that Israel Folau scored that year, I want to say 22, 23. He was unbelievable. He played, he played 52 games for the Melbourne Storm over those two years. He scored 36 tries. Uh, just unbelievable. He then went to the Broncos. He played 39 games for the Broncos and scored 37 tries. Um, simply amazing. He then went to Union, won the John Eels Medal or Award or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, for someone that 
came from Rugby League, then went to AFL, then went to Union. Pretty impressive there. The next man is from Marist Catholic College over at the North Shore. That's Liam Foran, of course, the the brother of Kieran Foran. Um, played a couple of first-grade games, Liam Foran. Not as many as his brother, obviously, but I want to say probably played 30-odd first-grade games. I had a stint at the Melbourne Storm. He was at the Manly Seagulls. I think he went over to England as well. Much like his brother, very tough. Uh, very handy little footballer. Probably should have played more than what he did, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, the next man is David Huller. Now, this is a guy that played for the Broncos for about five or six years. Uh, second row forward, front row forward. Probably haven't seen him for five or six years. Another guy that probably played 40 or 15 games. I think he played for Tonga as well. Uh, handy little footballer coming out there from the Southern Cross College. Uh, the next guy. Probably the most one of the more successful guys to come out of this group was, of course, Chris Lawrence. Now, Chris Lawrence, this was in 2006. Now, you need to pinch yourself when you think about this. He made Australian schoolboys in 2006. 2005, West Tigers had the grand final, and there's the potential that Paddy Richards could be ruled out during the week. And, of course, when you think about that, obviously, Paddy Richards played a crucial role in that grand final, especially in a moment that we will never forget. He scored that unbelievable try off the Benji Marshall flick, a moment in rugby league history that will stay with everyone forever. There was a good chance he was going to get ruled out, and what the Tigers were going to do was going to play Chris Lawrence in his debut game in that grand final. So that was the year before he played Australian schoolboys. So... 17, 18 years old, making your debut in an NRL grand final would have been unbelievable. Uh, Thankfully, Pat Richards was able to take the field, so Chris Lawrence didn't play in that game. But Chris Lawrence, an unbelievable stalwart, probably one of the best West Tigers players we've ever seen. More than 253 games for them. Played for the Kangaroos, never played State of Origin, but played a handful of tests for the Kangaroos in around the 2010 to 2012 period, probably the end of 2010 when the Tigers were playing good footy. Uh, An unbelievable footballer and a champion bloke. Chris Lawrence. Speaking of champion fellows, the next one, right up there with the very, very best of them, Timmy Manor, um, a legend of the Parramatta Eels, played more than, I want to say, close to 250, definitely more than 200 games for the Parramatta Eels over 10 years, was the captain of the club for a very long time, played State of Origin, uh, was sensational in the Origin Arena, I always thought this guy was very underrated, one of the nice guys at Rugby League, Timmy Manor, a real champion locker room guy too, from what I've gathered. Um, now, there's two guys I want to touch on in this squad that didn't play a heap of first grade. The first one is Will Matthews. Now, Will Matthews made his debut in 2008 for the Titans, uh, went to the Dragons for a number of years, played about 50-odd first grade games for the Dragons between, ugh, I want to say 2013 and 2017, then returned to the Gold Coast Titans. Um, and I, I guess he's a guy that really slipped under the radar, Will Matthews. Played over 100 first grade games, which is an incredible effort. The thing I want to say about him, though, is that he's from a small town in New South Wales called Kyogle. And uh, Kyogle, very rich rugby league town, uh, only a few thousand people that live there. And uh, he was a junior coming through at the Kyogle Turkeys. And for a small town to produce one Australian schoolboy was impressive. For them to produce two Australian schoolboys in 2006 was unbelievable. And the other man they produced was Shannon Walker. Now, some of you might remember Shannon Walker. He only played a handful of games for the Gold Coast Titans. And for me, Shannon Walker is one of the best players I've ever seen to not have a career. He was unbelievable. Another guy out of Kyogle um, in 
an, an Indigenous player. He was an absolute superstar. He went and played some rugby union as well. I think he played some Australian sevens and whatnot. I think he played quite a bit of Australian sevens, but he was unbelievable. Him and him and Will Matthews coming from this same small town to make Australian schoolboys in the same year. I believe they were both going to Palm Beach, Corumban at the time. Uh, an incredible effort from a small town that I grew up going to quite a bit with some family and stuff there. And those two, they came through absolute stars and all the way to Australian schoolboys, both played first grade. An incredible effort for me. Uh, the next man is Joseph Paulo. Now, obviously, Joseph Paulo, uh, Penrith Panthers, Parramatta Eels, Cronulla Sharks as well. Then I'm pretty sure he went over to England. I think he might have even played some rugby union as well. Uh, just a loose sort of forward, uh, lock, second row with a heap of ball skills. Uh, a guy that we probably never saw the absolute best out of. Uh, I think he played, I think he would have played for City, and I've got a feeling he played an NRL All-Stars as well one time. And he's one of those guys that he could just produce anything at any moment. Consistency probably lacked with Joseph Paulo, uh, but I can imagine when he was a schoolboy with the skill set he had and the body he had, he would have been an unreal footballer at that age, Joseph Paulo. The next man, another man out of Palm Beach, Corumban, had an unbelievable NRL career. It is, of course, Kevin Proctor. Uh, more than 250 games. I think he played his 250th last year. Um, started off at the Melbourne Storm, won some premierships there, played in a couple of grand finals, would have been 9 2012 and then 2016 I think was his last game against the Cronulla Sharks so 180 first grade games for the Melbourne Storm went up to the Gold Coast Titans I reckon he's probably played 80 or so he's now the captain of the Gold Coast Titans uh, true leader in our game Kevin Proctor he's done sensationally well of course has represented New Zealand on a number of occasions now as well probably 20 old test matches there for Kevin Proctor so his career has definitely kicked on he's been sensational uh, the next man I'm going to touch on one of my favourite players ever out of Marsden High, Chrissy Sando. Uh, he was the halfback in this side and him at this age, he was unbelievable. He obviously went on to play more than 200 first grade games. Uh, oh, sorry, no, about, not 200, but about 150 first grade games in the NRL across the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Parramatta Eels. Some of the highlights he had was simply unbelievable, Chrissy Sando. Um, wasn't the most consistent player, wasn't the most reliable player. Uh, he was either the best on the field or the worst on the field at times, Chrissy Sando. But when he was on, my God, he could just do things that no one else could. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a player hit a field goal better than Chris Sando. He was great, and he'd get up in the face of the big forwards, put on big shots, and I just love the way Chrissy Sando went about his business. I... I lost count of how many multis he lost for me, but uh, sensational footballer, a guy that I always love to watch, Chris Sando. Uh, last two guys I'm going to touch on. Joel Thompson was also in this side. Uh, Joel Thompson, of course, a fantastic career, kicked off at the Canberra Raiders, moved to the Dragons, then the Manly Seagulls, more than 200 first-grade games. I believe he's over at St. Helens now. A number of injuries across a number of clubs that probably kept his uh, game count down a little bit. I'm just looking at his stats now. Um, never played more than 90 games for a club, but never played less than 50 either. So, just a real loyal clubman that just bounced around and just did a job each and everywhere that he ran. I, I remember watching him burst on the scene at Canberra Raiders, more as a centre than a second rower, and as his career goes on, he became a premier second rower, and I think the Manly Seagulls, they are really missing a guy like him in their squad at the moment. He's over there at St. Helens. I'm sure he's going to do fantastic things. He's had a couple of scares off-field and whatnot, but he's always been a brilliant leader, a guy I've always had a lot of respect for. And the last man from this 2006 side I'm going to talk about, Aiden Tolman. Aiden Tolman has played 
close to 300 games. Who, If he plays on this year and gets through next year, he could potentially hit the 300-game mark, which is simply incredible. When you think that he was at the Melbourne Storm in the 2009 team, he was one of the guys that was forced out in 2010 because of the salary cap. He then moved to Canterbury, and he played more than 200 first-grade games to Canterbury. Simply unreal. He's sitting on 280 games now. What is it, round four? If Cronulla were to play every single game and he plays all of them, he might even get to the 300 this year, especially if they play finals footy. Uh, but he has to say completely injury-free, and he has to stay in this team full stop. There's going to be a lot of hungry mouths to feed over there at Cronulla once this team is in their, once this team has their full squad. Brack. It would be fantastic to see a toiler like him uh, make it to the 300 game club. I think he well and truly deserves it. He's been so consistent for so long, Aiden Tolman. One of my favourite front rowers in the modern era. Played a number of games for New South Wales country. Never got to represent New South Wales in state of origin. You'd have to think that that time has probably gone past him, but Played in the 2009 Premiership winning side for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, 2010 had to leave. Arrived at Canterbury. Played in, I think, two grand finals for Canterbury. Didn't get to lift the trophy there, unfortunately. Made his way to the Cronulla Sharks this year, and I think he's become a real leader there. He's been a leader at the Canterbury Bulldogs for a long time. Going to Cronulla, I'm sure there's a lot of young forwards that will really appreciate uh, the guidance and so, some of the uh, some of the lessons they can learn from the experience of Aiden Tolman. Obviously, been, been through a number of quality systems in the Melbourne Melbourne Storm and the Canterbury Bulldogs during those early 2010s. Uh, sensational footballer who has done some unbelievable things in our game. Big fan of Aiden Tolman, always will be. That 2006 side, that is one hell of a lineup. I'd love to know their record. I assume they would have done really well. There's actually one more guy I haven't mentioned, and the reason why I haven't mentioned him is because he played. He played in two years. So he played in 2005 and 2006. It is, of course, Mitchell Pearce. So he came back for his second year in 2006 to play in Australian schoolboys out of the Marist Catholic College over at the North Shore. Um, really impressive from Pearce. He to play two years of Australian schoolboys. I'm trying to think, 2006, to, for Mitchell Pearce to be playing Australian schoolboys, then had he already played first grade? No, he played first grade in 2007. Wow. So, yeah, Pierce, he obviously joined the 300-game club a couple of weeks ago. Uh, sensational for Pierce. Uh, as I said then, you know, a guy that came through with a lot of pressure. Obviously, the last name that he had uh, made his life extremely difficult. I think he played a bit of union when he was growing up as well. Found his way into the Tigers system, uh, then ended up over there at the Roosters. Uh, so, so Sorry, it was in the Roosters system the whole time, I believe. Um, but, yeah, a fantastic guy. A guy that I've got a lot of respect for. He's made a lot of mistakes, but he's always owned up to his fuck-ups, and I think that's been sensational for Piercy, and to look back at him playing two years of Australian schoolboys, pretty impressive. Not many guys get to play two years of Australian schoolboys. Not an easy feat to do. To play when you're in year 11, very impressive. To back it up the year after as well, there'd be a lot more pressure on you, a lot more people watching you. Very impressed from Mitchell Pierce. Uh, this 2006 side, they would have been one hell of a footy team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.